0: Some get some, bad enough, some. Hello, welcome to episode 46 of Bangin' and Bangin' with Gangrel. That'd be me, Gangrel, and now uh, here solo today somewhere I've lost. ABD and Ablanca Diaz along the way. Uh, I don't know if she's fallen victim to life, sleep, illness, wellness, or what, but she's not here today, and uh, so I'm going to send her out some uh, positive vibes and tell her to keep pushing. So... Here I am. All by my lonesome and all by myself and what am I going to talk about today? I have no idea. Uh I, I would like to say I, I I didn't have a busy weekend. I, it was it was Passover and Easter, so uh, I celebrated Easter with my grandkids, went to um uh the Sarasota area, made some Easter baskets, some whatever i i suggest uh next easter if anybody's gonna make a basket it might be cheaper just to go buy one of them 17 dollar marble comic baskets or something like that because <laughs> i go in there to make a last minute easter basket and baskets cost about 150 dollars when i get done making them uh i don't know so i'm not a very frugal easter guy but i'm gonna next time i see that that uh rabbit i'm gonna knock him out <laughs> donnie darko there rabbit in easter stuff but uh I think everybody gets away from the whole Easter, hunt, what it actually is, and everything else, and then you got Passover, and well, whatever. Enough of all that, because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So I'm going to move on to what's going on, what's going on, what's current, and what's in of in my life. Uh, Raymond, how are you? Doing fine. Oh, you do. Oh, you got a microphone today?
1: Yeah, jump in if necessary.
0: If necessary. I wish they could see your clothing. I really wish they. Did. He has a shirt on. If I could describe it to you, it's like. Uh, well, I'd say it's a. It's a hoodie. The hoodie looks like a cloudy, rainy day itself, but then it looks like somebody puked sunflowers yeah. and, and, and uh, like spring flowers all over it. And it says cash money. Um, he's probably going to tell me it's dope or
1: something. No, it's swag. Swag. Yeah,
0: swag. Swag. Well, I always called swag like crap I got for free, like shirts and, and shoes. Am I on the right guidelines here? Am I not understanding swag? No, swag is something that... That's your swag. That's your swag.
1: That's your style, your taste, You. I mean, if, if anybody's seen it, they. They'd you do it agree up.
0: it looks like a cloudy shirt with with sunflowers and like spring flowers thrown up all over it, right?
1: Yeah, but if you see the world, he has grills.
0: The world has a grill, and it says cash
1: money. All right, like well, we'll leave, we'll leave Raymond alone because I'm
0: not even going to get into what pants he's wearing because I don't think I've seen these pants before <laughs> either. Uh, <laughs> so, um, all right, enough of Raymond. But you're doing good, Raymond. Everything's good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. All pretty right, good. so like, uh man, um. A lot of cool things are going on. I came in. I got some kinetic like tape on my knee. I, you won't be able to see that. But uh, I, I went to uh, another doctor's coming to my life. And uh, Dr. Silva over in Deerfield Beach in the Ultra Wellness Center there. Ultra Wellness, Dr. Silva. It's 1100 Deerfield uh, right over there next to the Target across from Buffalo Wild Wings. And that Wellness Center there. They are doing miracles on my... You know, I didn't think you can do anything with this uh, knee of mine it's just bone it's bone on bone there's no pcl no acl in it and they got a dude in there i believe his name was randy and uh randy spent five minutes on my knee and i walked out of there like i was six two again and um and this is the knee that they say you can't do anything but surgery with and, and my gosh i walked fine on this knee for two days now or not or a day and a half or a day i guess i was in there yesterday afternoon so, so this morning but I, I ran a class and everything on it uh like miracle workers over there and so i'm Getting ready to go on a journey with them, um, and I'll keep you updated throughout that journey that's going on, some PRP and stuff like that. So some really cool things, very exciting things coming up from um, Dr. Uh, Silva over there and the uh, Ultra Wellness. So I'll keep you updated on that. But I'm really looking forward to that because I'm, I'm beat up, Raymond. They're claiming they're going to get me down to a lean, mean, no, I mean 228 fighting machine to get me healthy. They said they can't, they can't fix me, but they'll get me running, right? So The yeah. ultimate comeback story. A couple of months No, ago. I don't know about ultimate comebacks though. I mean, come on, bro. I still got to get through this weekend and uh I don't know. Maybe I'll try to I don't I don't want to swear or anything, but I don't know if flight's going to get in time, but I got I got a busy weekend coming up here in South Florida. So if you're in the South Florida area, um I'm assuming this podcast will drop before then. So, uh or uh on Spotify or something. But we got a lot of of action coming up. We got CCW and Port St. Lucie. PSL abbreviate that to sound cool. Port St. Lucie. I got a return grudge. Not a grudge match. It's not a grudge. uh, A no DQ. No DQ match with uh, Fatu. Jacob Fatu of MLW. um, And of the Samoan Dynasty fame. And one of my former students uh, that I helped train. And uh, so it's going to be gnarly. Going to be a lot of... A lot of violence there. A lot of ultra-violence. Ultra-wellness. Ultra We're going to have ultra-violence over there. So that's Port St. Lucie this Friday night if you're in the area. That's Port St. Lucie. Go check out Coastal Championship Wrestling. And then Saturday, I'm going to be here Local Raymond right here in Pompano. Pino. Pompano. Um, CCW again. Um, it's usually a student show. Uh, but when I'm in town, I just happen to be in town because I'm doing the Port St. Lucie one. And then I'm doing Daytona on Sunday. So I didn't want to fly out Saturday across the country and try to fly back in flights and planes and try to make things. Cause I got an early call time on Sunday, 12 o'clock in Daytona beach for don't ask me the name of the company, but if you're in the Daytona area, <laughs> there's a show going on. There's a, uh, like a, a signing or something at two and a wrestling show at four o'clock in Daytona. But Saturday CCW right here in Pompano breaking, but um, I think it's called breakout. I think they call their shows breakouts. The, uh, I'll be there and I'll be in six man tag team action in that a six man tag team action. I think uh I think they're calling it the South American brood. South American Alliance Brood. South uh, South American Alliance Brood. SAA brood. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, Vinicius, uh Ariel, Levy and myself taking on somebody. I don't know, I, taking on three guys.
1: Gotta ask, I got a question. I've I've never been in one. Um the Buy a ticket, Raymond. Uh, what? Oh uh, what? go on. Oh no no no, no. The, <laughs> look the six man tag. Is it easier on you, or is it more difficult because you're working with more people in the match? Or is it easier because you're in the ring less? No. Uh, uh, well, it really depends upon
0: who your tag team partners are and who you're working. But no, I find it to be more difficult. I prefer a singles match where it's me, my opponent, and the referee. When, in a six man, there's the, there's like six of you and a referee. So there that's seven total. So three to seven. Three is a lot more to man, a lot easier to manage than seven people in there. And in a sense, in that it's harder to me. And in another sense, that it's harder is if I'm standing on the outside, um, in my older age and with with my body and the the, the shape it's in from the injuries and whatnot, um, I cool off. So it's hard to stay warm. You do work the apron. You're running up down. I hate cheerleading, but I you don't want to use the word hate, but like it's a strong word. I dislike cheerleading. Uh, so basically if you're doing uh, the six man's going the right way, you're doing a lot of like trying to tell the story for the people to see all the way in the cheap seats, uh, going on there when you're standing on the apron, but, but you're, but you're really cooling off is the problem for me. So when you cool off and then you got to get in there and move, so you heat up, cool off, heat up, cool off. It's just much easier for me to just hit wide open, run for 10, 15 minutes 20 minutes, whatever it may be. And then, 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 then uh, slowly turn the motor off backstage. Um, but the stop, go, stop, go, stop, go in a, um, in a, in a, in a traditional six-man, where's yeah, but if it's one of those trios and this and that we roll in and out and it's a constant non-stop that action, it's not that bad. But then again, that's where the other factor comes in, where it's seven people in there trying to control instead of. Three counting yourselves, you know. So it's more difficult. Did that answer your question, you know I even? Mean?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, it did.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. But yeah, so um, yeah, so so Friday night, Port St. Lucie with Jacob Batu, uh the Samoan, where I work, versus, uh, versus 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 versus. I don't even have fangs in versus. Uh, myself gang the vampire warriors so you got a vampire versus a werewolf and a non no no dq so that should be interesting that should be fun port st Lucie, looking to getting up in ya, and doing a, doing a little battle in there uh port st Lucie, get up in some port st Lucie right there and uh pompano always good to be in pompano hometown home team hometown home team so that's always good and then daytona beach on sunday so yeah so three shots this weekend Busy weekend, but they're all driving and all local, so I consider them local. Anything within four hours, I consider local. And then uh, next weekend, next weekend, I'm off to. Uh, I think I have an Orlando shot. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do uh, Orlando, north of Orlando. I think it's about four and a half hour drive. I got a four hour and a half hour drive. I'll do a show there on. Um, friday night and then i gotta hightail it back that night and get on the early morning flight out to boston on saturday so so yeah so busy couple weeks coming up so you fill that in with monday through thursday in school and uh yeah it's just and then now i'm doing i might be doing some morning classes like ah i don't know busy busy vampire man blast podcast here then making uh i gotta make a lot of time to uh if I'm gonna follow this program right with the ultra wellness, get over there, see if I can make comeback of a lifetime as Raymond puts it, or a century, I, or how one many one, every centuries I've been wrestling. I don't
1: know. The world. I mean what's man. a
0: century? Twelve years, twenty? What it's a hundred. It's a hundred. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if I'm a vampire, I'll be going on my second century <laughs> When, two twenty four no two
1: forty five nah. last
0: week. So right. Decades, what am I? Decades now? Go on, let's show you. What's a decade? Ten or twelve. Ten. Ten, there you go. See. You're
1: trying to what? <laughs> wow. Well, I'm just trying <laughs> to test you, man. It's cool, man. I'm always being tested. Really? I didn't
0: know. I was just asking for myself. But. <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> hey, but I mean, we were talking about it earlier, but um, from our uh, perspective, and I know a lot of people would probably watch both podcasts, you remind me of Mike Tyson.
0: The tattoos on my face?
1: No, just uh, mentality from like- Going to knock you out. You probably
0: do. <laughs> no, no, what you yeah. Mike Tyson. I, I I I don't see it, but you say. It, but I, I I you were explaining that Mike Tyson had a beef with who? Uh, Whack-a-mole. Uh, what, what? <laughs> Whack a mole. Whack one hundred. Whack one hundred. I'm sorry. It's Whack one hundred. Some
1: street stuff. So you, you probably wouldn't. Well, I mean, some current street stuff. So I'm
0: current street stuff. This yeah. comes from
1: a guy that listens to Tom Jones. I'm I'm Tracy a, Chapman got a fast car. Oh well, uh, exposing me well. Wow. <laughs> but, but no, like if if you listen to the stories that you tell from in your past, uh, and then if you listen to him, and then if you listen and if you see where both of you are right now in your life it is parallel, extremely parallel.
0: Yeah, I think he made a little bit more
1: money, Mike Tyson.
0: No, I, I I get what you're saying. Like he came apart and he was sent up to the Catskills where he trained, box. You know, yeah. I mean, he, I guess. You, you 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 grow up somewhere. It's in you. You can't get rid of it. You hide it. You you suppress it. Suppress it. Try to keep a lid on it. Like uh, what was that? Uh, was it the Rambo movie when uh, the girl oh, you didn't watch Rambo? No, nope. it's not. Trying to keep a lid on it. He says, you know, you try to keep a lid on stuff, but it comes out. Like um, it's really hard. Like if I get really upset, you'll hear. Uh, when I get mad, you'll hear my how I uh, pronounce pronounce things how I speak and you know? everything. It gets very uh very uh, for lack of a better term, street you know it'll, it'll get very rough and street like when i'm upset and you'll you'll see the real, real real me where i grew up and it comes out all the time you know i'm sitting here struggling with words that like try to sound like educated and stuff like that but you know it is what it is i am who i am and i'm good with it so if you want to compare me to mike tyson i'll take it because he's a bad mofo man uh and, and i love them in the hangovers the hangover <laughs> He <laughs> like oh he's got all this boxing career Are you want to talk about him in the hangover nope, man no. he sang one night in Bangkok one yeah. night in Bangkok he yeah. was himself in that movie so i don't really He's good i like the movie they're all good mm. so what was i going to talk about right now see um oh so the schools. so yeah busy with the schools and and it, it, doing a lot of thinking and uh think is not good when i think cuz when i think i don't sleep a lot uh and then that, so I'm training, um so I have two girls training in the school. Um one's Paige Van Zandt. and another one is a name to be named later. But um Paige is obviously signed with AEW and she's fantastic talent, like she's very talented, like very talented. And the other girl's talented too, and I believe is signing with WWE. Um but uh I, I noticed like like neither one of these girls have wrestled prior, right? They have no prior wrestling history or, or training or, or probably never even taken a bump until they came to the school. And Paige might have because she was dabbling, like doing AEW run-ins and stuff, but but nothing training-wise or anything. And, and, and this generation, uh, it, it, it confuses me, but it doesn't. I get it. I get I get how things kind of work. Where like Paige Van Zandt or have. Like three point one million followers on our page, right? That's a lot of followers on Instagram, right? Yeah. And the other one has nine hundred thousand, which is a lot of followers, right? A lot of followers. But then you get other students that are actually training to wrestle uh, that have one thousand or or five thousand on a good day. Like you know, maybe some, maybe some ten if they they're they're showing a little flash or something. I don't know. But then, but they're not, they're talented. They've put five years in, 10 years in, whatever, training to be professional wrestlers. And then, then you have the girls or whoever with the three point million followers and then a hundred, whatever, million followers, let's say million rounded up. They get jobs. So I see such, see such frustration and, um, uh, I see people getting so discouraged because they go like, "How are they getting a job?" But then you, you sit back and go like, "Well, well, they got three million followers." It's it's, 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 everything's changed so much that it's a business. So I sit there at night trying to figure out how to explain this to to this new generation. But I think that they they would understand it because it's third generation. <laughs> like they they understand all this. This crap, like you do, like this YouTubing, these podcasts, self marketing, self promotion, branding of yourself, brand, branding, branding awareness. And then, but I, I just wonder, is it is it really fair? Do you think, Raymond? This would have been a question I'd ask to Anna, but I, I, I think I already know what her answer would have been. But she's not here today, so
1: I th- I think it is um, an unpopular opinion, but I mean, we're all born underneath the sun. So I still have looked. <laughs> why not the moon?
0: I might have been born at night under the moon. The yeah, sun might have been on the other side of the earth that day. Vampire. Or the earth was on the other side of the sun. Vampire.
1: <laughs> but don't look at what she did at the moment where she gets signed with AWWWE. But what about all the hard work she put in to get those 3 million followers? Mm-hmm. The work she put in to, to to get to where she got before she got that, that that deal. So I think um it is fair because they put in work to get the status to right. be noticed. And, and I want to be clear that
0: I'm not knocking. I'm not even going to say names anymore, but I'm not knocking... Yeah. Uh, anybody here? But what? What well, three million? Yeah. That she, she's, uh Paige. She's done Dancing with the Stars and mm-hmm. all that. A hard and lot of work. And and then there's a lot of risque photos and stuff like that too. A lot of what do you call
1: OnlyFans and stuff? Uh, yeah, is that what uh, it's called, or is it? Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think she has one. What's that? I don't think she has
0: one. Who? Paige. Does. <laughs> you better go check, dog yeah oh, <laughs> and spend, all these girls do man no no years. but she's but she's put it in through uh fighting mma um uh bare knuckle fighting she was in dancing with the stars yeah so and and she's really really talented really really good and i'm not arguing that i'm just yeah trying to understand Most how this generation doesn't understand that like 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 branding and stuff like and, and as a trainer or a coach how do I look at this and, and approach this? Because it's very confusing to me but to say, for example, like I, I put in uh, 10 years to say before I ever got actually hired at WWE. 10 years. But now then I really. At 10 years, I was almost 29, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I started when I was 17. So uh, I don't know how many years I put in up to them. Maybe it was more. I can't add right now. So <laughs> you, you give it to me. So 17 to like 28.
1: What is that? Yeah, that's nine years right nine years nine ten years, years
0: ten, ten years ten. okay ten years 20 all right so no, all right so sorry. i'm on point in my right hand. I, don't, I don't sorry that i have to check because i don't do dates and i'm well in my head so uh where i've i just at a drop of, i've cost myself families um uh like kids uh i just would go uh, at a drop of a hat and go to puerto rico um for a day and spend a year um not come home go to memphis uh sleep in my car took off to Calgary, sold the car to get to Calgary, <laughs> went to his married dime, came home bro. I, I did all these things, plus I continued training at all the schools that trained in Calgary in the dungeon. I, well, I started training with Boris Malenko and Rusty Brooks and I retrained in a dungeon in Stampede in Calgary. Uh, then I went to go, even at one point, retrain with Alpha, and ended up being the first school I ran was Alpha school, help run under Alpha, and I, but I learned business and how to run stuff. So I'm putting all this time in, I'm crisscrossing, I've done, I don't know how many Japan tours by this time. Uh, it, it rested all that and i still hadn't reached that that pinnacle that wwe that wwf at the time i haven't reached it but now now all these guys have put a lot of these people put this time in these indies they money and gear the ones that are sacrificed and they did all this time and then they go no you're, you're too old <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go hire a, uh somebody out of college uh just that was a track star, or uh, nothing else. Bianca Belair, or that was uh, I don't know, like a, a player that didn't go to the NFL or, or ex basketball player. We're, we're just gonna go hire athletes that. that are, so we don't really want guys to put that ten years in uh, and sacrifice blood, sweat, and tears. Or girls, ladies, young women, that sacrifice all that. Now you go here, but but being that you're 28 and you put your body through hell and you did everything that you thought you're supposed to do. Here's how it's, it's it is now. We're gonna go. and We're gonna just hire this person because they got three million Instagram followers because they got a following and but, no, but Paige is very very talented. She's gonna be a star. Don't get me wrong. Or because somebody else, I, at, at 23 because other younger and we'll, we'll just train them the way we want to train them. We don't want you to have an opinion. We don't want you to have this. Well, I mean, I i mean, that's just where I struggle with. I get it. I get the business end. Yeah, sure. I, I'd want somebody working for me that has three million followers. I damn sure want them, <laughs> because that's three million more watching my brand or my product, right? Uh-huh. So and, and eyes is- on my three million more eyes on my 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 adventures. So, and it works for me as a trainer to have them there too. It's it's a plus for me. Um it's a plus for me with the one with the one million followers. Even if I can't say her name, it's still gonna come out in the end. It, it, it's a plus for me. It works for me. But at the same time, I'm a trainer, I'm passionate, and I've done these roads and been in these ditches. Is where these other young talent are there now and beating yourself apart and like sure maybe they're getting tossed the nwa shot here or uh mlw which is a great company there you can check me on mlw and you know strange song guy gang but now you can check out mlw yeah um which is but they're doing that and that but everybody's dream and they're not gonna kid themselves when they're a kid they're going go, what do you want to be? I want to go to WWE, or I want to be in New Japan. You know that. This, you know, it was WCW when I was a kid. It wasn't even WCW. It was NWA when I was a kid, and, and it was WWF. Mm.
1: They
0: want to go there, so you put all this. You've climbed and clawed and did everything, and, and maybe it cost yourself relationships. Maybe even cost yourself the love of your life. Because wrestling's your mistress, and you got you just couldn't put your mistress away for 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 your family, so you kept cheating with wrestling. And here you are, battered, bruised, teared. You did your time. You you are worthy. You've done it. You've done everything you thought was you're supposed to do. The path you take it, and they go. Stop right there before we go any further. We're gonna book them, not you. <laughs> we're gonna hire them, not you. Um. I don't know. It's conflicting I, to me. It's conflicting because I understand things change, things. things evolve. Business is business, but I also stand understand passion, pain, and heartbreak. Like
1: <laughs> this, this may sound selfish coming from my end, but I feel like everyone is a tool, and you probably see it or you may not see it. But all the sacrifices that you made, you've made it easier for a hundred or up to maybe a thousand other people that you've passed your lessons and teachings on down to because you went through it. all the students, even me personally. So it's like. Uh, it, did I make it easier or did I make it harder? Because now I've given them false hope. I've given the, them talent.
0: I've given them not talent. They had talent. I've given them the tools, you say, the skills and the, and, and, and the, the dictionary, the vocabulary, everything, the knowledge. They need to succeed. And I've given them that, that, that and they understand that and then they but, can't use
1: it, <laughs> take but, it away, but and somebody else is. Me personally, from my own experience, I feel like that's incorrect, because with the things you've taught me, uh, I take that into like my real life. <laughs> that's my phone. Is I was, like
0: throwing stuff at me?
1: No, nah, my phone, but outside yeah. of wrestling, it's like a lot of the stuff, like the all in or all out, mm-hmm. I will not approach something if I know I can't give 100% mm-hmm. of my time to it. Like mm-hmm. with everything I'm doing now, that's why I kind of took time right. from wrestling. So it's a lot of stuff that you yeah. teach, that goes outside of wrestling.
0: And so with all this being said, and thank you. Thank you for that compliment. And and I I, I, I do a lot of lessons. I, I do believe are just from lessons in my life. Not even wrestling, but just my life. But with all that being said, as I stand here torn, business with this, passion, everything here. The ones I got to say to the ones that have put the time in and they're climbing the, in the dishes and all that. What I got to say to you, and this may sound harsh, is want some, get some, bad enough, take some don't quit, don't stop believing, keep pushing brand yourself Watch what they've done take a little bit of their game, apply it to your game polish it up, dust it off, get up, stand up and charge charge, charge because it is possible and it's still not too late to make it and do this thing so uh, you've not wasted your time if you've done something you love. As Boris Malenko told me many a times, the, it, the journey is the jewel. There's no jewel at the end of this rainbow. It's busted bones and broken homes, man. But uh, if you have a passion and you truly love it, I, I get in there. It doesn't matter if it's 200 people at the breakout at the school show or 700 at the poor St. Lucie show sold out or, or, or 5,000 in a different arena or 30,000. It's all the same to me because it's what I love every time I get to put my boots on and get in a wrestling ring. That's my passion. That's what I love. So don't let it get you down. Don't let it keep you down. Keep pushing, and definitely turn those frowns upside down. Turn them to smiles and grills. Ah, frown it, kick it out. Come on. So, um, yeah. But I am torn. But but at the same time, I say fight, fight, fight. I don't want to quote Kevin Owens, but I, you know, keep coming, keep going, guys. So yeah, that's the thing. I I just sit there and um, yeah, it just drives me nuts. Like, cause I'm I'm torn. Cause I get everything, and I get what you're saying. I get everything, but. I think they just gotta dust it off and keep pushing, man. They gotta stay in their lane and um, just, just, just uh, figure out how to draft a little better and get a better angle on it or pick a or a different, you know. I don't know. They just, they just gotta keep pushing. They can't give up. You can't worry about hey, this person got signed or this or this or that. You gotta, you gotta get in there and fight. You gotta know your self value, your self worth, and also what limits you're willing to go and how long you want to do it. Some people put a cap on things. Some people never do. But if some people ride BMX bikes the rest of their life. It's their passion. Or they race dirt bikes the rest of their life. They may not race professionally in AM, or whatever, but they're doing what they love. And, and you know, you just, just and keep, 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 keep pushing. Keep doing what you love. If that's what you do. If you truly love it, you're going to
1: figure a way. All right.
0: all right. So I rambled on in there and all that.
1: No, I think a lot of people are going to take a, take a lot from this. Well, it's frustrating. I get it, but. A lot
0: in a good way from this. I, I I've been there so many times where I like you know people don't realize this. And um, when I was in uh, Puerto Rico, uh, I put a, a highlight tape together. You, you kids you guys just got links and stuff now, but back then you had to make your own like um, highlight reel VHS beta, beta whatever it was highlight tape big old tape you put in a VCR right. So you made your own thing, you sent it in. Well, I sent one into WWF at the time. I didn't get hired from. They hired Luna. She's in the background managing. And they sent somebody around. They hunted their down waitressing in the shonies and hired her. Like, so shit happens, man. <laughs> like, you know how hurt I was? It's a different level, but it's the same. It was the same pain. I felt that same hurt, that same frustration. But I, I loved her and cared. I was happy for her. I really was. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah Fuck you. <laughs> like, like, but yeah, you know, that's awesome <laughs> for you. Ah, you suck. But... <laughs> Yeah, I felt that way. I, I didn't feel that way. I just felt like, you know, about me, you know. But at the same time, I I'd said, you know, what about me? Why didn't I get hired? What what Why wasn't I? Why didn't they see something in me there? Did I just look average? Did I have an average body? I mean, I was doing a vampire thing. I had fangs. Was that too much? And, you know, I had to sit back and evaluate. And then I'd look and go, well... These guys are all body Adonis's. I don't have that that body. So what I do, I invested in, uh, you know, dieting. I figured out a way. And I went from like 265 all, all big to, to 228. And when I was 228 pounds, everybody thought I was 278. So, you know, the, the leaner, the better sometimes. And I just figured out what was lacking and just kept working on, on that. And uh, so, I didn't give up. I didn't get mad at her i mean i was hurt i was hurt a little bit inside sure i sent the tape in i I wanted the job but they hired somebody they saw just in the background on my thing but but hell she was second generation her family she she was great she was amazing i learned so much from her so how could i ever be upset or worried i learned so much about wrestling from her it'd be ridiculous to 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 legitimately be upset my feelings were just stung a little bit because i wanted a job you know and but you have to keep pushing. You have to keep believing in yourself. And you got to keep fighting. You, you just got to keep pushing forward. It's never too late. As long as you love it, you're not losing anything. What are you losing? The journey is the jewel. What are you losing if you love it? If you're doing something you love every weekend and you're trying to get better at it and you're pushing and pushing and pushing, the hell are you losing? What time? What are you going to do? Go 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 play paintball on the weekends? I mean, you're wrestling. You're a professional wrestler. So uh, make the best of it because a lot of it is. Right time, right place. A lot of it's yeah. just timing, you know. It, it really is, unfortunately. Sometimes that has nothing to do with your talent or how hard you work. Sometimes it's just right place, right time. Instead of right place, right time, it's right numbers now, like three million or a hundred. But and, and and again, I'm not knocking these people because the, the two I'm talking about, like my personal experiences, are tremendous talents. And at Page Zandt is like super gifted, like. <laughs> I don't know where she stands passion wise. She loves wrestling. She's eager. She tells me this and a snap. I don't truly know what goes on in anybody's mind. But I can tell you she's talented, super talented, and she's gonna be a star if she stays with it. So um so it's not a bad investment on AEW's part at all. I don't believe they, they invested the no, wrong way at they all. In this, man. Yeah. So but to you, everybody else, and like, you know, the unknown warriors are just keep pushing, man. Um and and I'm gonna keep pushing. I'm pushing every day. I don't wanna do podcasts. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't even know if anybody's listening to it. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> out there. I feel like sometimes that pink flo Hello, hello, hello. Just Is anybody in there? Ah oh, me you can hear me. But <laughs> anybody home? I can't sing. Like I miss a uh, kick cadet singing. But uh because she would finish that stuff. I'd just bury myself in the scene. But you can't <laughs> quit fighting. I pushed forward. I get up in here. came in here Tuesday morning. I go, why am I going to come in here? But I felt like this was something I wanted to talk about today. So, Anna, we're going to be here. Usually I'd be like, oh, I really need somebody here. But today I was like, all right. Like, this is something I need to talk about. It would have been a question I asked her because I think maybe she might be one of those ones dealing with those same emotions. And um, and it, it, But she's like, uh, I'm going to speak to her. She's got so much I come in today to the studio. Raymond is looking for it. And he has this. Tremendous video set up from one of the epilepsy walks in Miami, hot, uh, like a 10-minute documentary type of thing, uh, documenting the event. And I think, wow, she's got so much wonderful things going on there. It's such a sad thing a tragic, but, but she's doing such positive things for it and in that community that I think, wow, that's just an amazing thing alone. And she's building a brand there. And it's a brand. Of, of 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 love, help, and, and understanding for other people. So I, I think it's an amazing thing. And, and like, she, she stays focused on that. I mean, because I think she might be one of the ones struggling with these, well, is this really fair? Life isn't fair in any kind of mean, you know. I can show you one guy on the side of the street singing in the rain and the other guy crying in the sunshine. And, like, you know, why is he singing in the rain? Why is he crying in the sunshine? Because life isn't fair, you know. But it's... What's that?
1: And, but that's what makes it fair. Yeah. Because well, life isn't fair. So was
0: like, yeah, I'd rather it be like that than to be all one one monotone feeling, man. I like my highs and lows and ups and downs. Pain lets you know you're alive. I know that's a cheesy, overused quote, but but man. They say, oh, well, I feel bad you're hurt, and I go, ah, it lets me know I'm alive, man. Let's me know I'm still feeling. Whether it's pain in my heart, pain in my knees, pain in my soul, whatever it is. Pain. Pain means you still feel.
1: Has, has someone ever told you they didn't feel anything?
0: Yeah, I'm scared of those people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I feel, I feel, I don't feel bad for them. Or I feel really scared. Like, like yeah, they make yeah. me like super nervous because I don't know what's coming next. Yeah, they, that, they don't feel any pain. and two weeks They, they weeks. got a dark, dark, something really dark on them. They need a lot of help or, or, or I need to run. <laughs> like, and, and, um, yeah, but yeah. I know, but I, I joke lightly, but there's also mental illness and, and um, things that some people don't feel. Some people can't, uh, I can't tell up from down and which way to turn right or left or what river you know what road it's it's uh, mental illness is a serious thing too that's uh needs to be touched on you know along with epilepsy and mental illness but but um those are all serious things but but today just focusing on just working on yourselves guys all all you guys just in case there's anybody listening to this that was just feeling that way maybe maybe that'll help because every day i struggle with it like because i get both worlds and, and and i've evolved through when i started in professional wrestling They kind of just kept beating you up. And if you kept coming, it was just like a hard way to get in. And then then it changed again. And then Lord knows it changed when you started having vampires and and Val Venuses and the the Godfather smoking weed saying, light it up for the pimp daddy, you know, 420. You know, that would have never happened 10, 20 years prior to that. And then then you're at where you are today with wrestling. But also, you guys, I'm going to tell you this. AW is still looking at the young bloods and stuff like that. They're not overlooking some people that put in hard work and they got the Ring of Honor brand and stuff like that. There's MLW doing great things, and then there's um, MLW is always looking for new talents, and they got it's such a hybrid of mixtures. Of, they got a little bit of everything. They got the old school brawlers, and they got the young luchas, the old luchas, and uh, yeah, they just they got a great mixture of everything. So there, there's there's so many other opportunities to do what you love. Um, but I know everybody has their. And that brass ring, or whatever you want to call it, the the, the coup de grace, the, the mag daddy of them all. But I can tell you this: I was there, and and I know it sounds cliche, but 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 I I wasn't happy. It wasn't because of them, I wasn't in a good spot in my life. But even if I was in a good spot in my life, the stress and everything, it probably wasn't what I dreamed it to be, anyways. You know. Um, but do I miss? Sure, I would like love the rest of there, but there's so much more. As long as you're Man, as long as you love what you're doing, if you're still getting butterflies, it doesn't matter if there's five people there, or twenty-five thousand people, or five, or seventy-seven thousand. If you're still getting those butterflies before you go out that curtain, if you're still peeing and feeling like you got to poop on the way to that ring, man, that's a beautiful thing. It means you love what you're doing, so don't stop. Don't don't sell you. Don't don't give up something you love because it's something you don't understand, right? Don't don't fear the unknown and not understanding things. Just embrace what you do know, move forward, and do what you love. That's all i got to say about that so all right raymond that
1: was pretty good um yeah <laughs> no it was good um probably had another. are you question. crying over there a little no. and <laughs> they okay. have another question for you Like just speaking is this me. technically pandora's box we're doing now no it is because like moving on oh well still early <laughs> Probably. um but um dealing with um people with uh with mental health let's say you have a friend and you see them going through something, what's the best way to approach it? Like, how do you approach that? Like, is there a way to make them feel better? Because like, sometimes that backfires. Like,
0: I, I don't know if like, there's a way to make somebody feel better. There's a way to let them know they're not alone. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know if you can make somebody feel better that's going through, depending upon what type of mental health. I mean, there's all kinds. There's, there's bipolar, there's schizophrenia, there, there, there's, there's there, and um, depression. There's some stuff caused, you know, some people are doing it themselves with drug use and stuff, you know, and then just that. Um, depression, um, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I've tried to make people feel better, but all but I, I found what works best for me is to let them know that they're not alone and that I'm there for them. And, and uh, you know, and if they are, uh, uh, talkable about things. We talk to them about you know, getting help or counseling, and there's different things. But definitely, would definitely would always let them know, man, you're not alone. And uh, if you're feeling dark and suicidal or any of those thoughts, don't hesitate any time to call. Like, and because uh, I've been there, and then I'll explain some of my stories and where I've been with the gun in my mouth and stuff to let them know that like, that that like, yeah, I, I, I might be somewhere where you feel, but I could never truly say I understand how they feel because I don't know what's going on in their mind. Some people's hurts it's so hard and, and they're not rationalizing. I, I know that when I was down and out, people could tell me, um, oh hey man, you got all this good stuff going on in your life. I'd be like, Bro, you don't know shit. <laughs> like you don't know what's going on in my life. But I wouldn't say that to him. I just like smile because I wasn't capable of even getting words out because I didn't even have the the energy to to to, to try to, to even say that. I was just like, God it just you want to die, and uh, so um, I, I don't know what everybody's feeling out there. Uh, I do know that it, it, it's pretty hard to make them feel happy if when they're like that, but 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 the best you can do for me, from my opinion, is to let them know that they're not alone, that you're there if they need you, and to um, be willing and and quick with uh, maybe some possible uh, counseling solutions or something like that, or some other things, you know. Um, because yeah, you know, and try to smile more. I mean, just try to be kind. Like I used to be short with people sometimes, and and then I go, man, I don't know what like like what that person's going through that day. I don't want to be that last thing that just sends them over the edge. Like you know, like so I try to smile. Everybody, somebody's really, <laughs> somebody's like, there's a security guard where I live. And, like, he won't say a word. He won't be nice. And, man, I want to tell him, i say, what's up with you, fool, man? I had to bust your ass, dog. <laughs> like, because you, you're like, you don't even say nothing. Your gates locked. That shit should have been opened at 6 a.m. You coming around. I call you at 9, and you coming out here throwing attitude. I want, I, I wanted, like, Then I caught myself. I said, no, nah, man, this dude must be having a bad day. We got to walk around with a face like that. And he didn't get over here. He didn't get over here till 9 o'clock. And it had to be called to come open this thing. He must be having a, he's going through something, man, whether it's just a bad day period or the press. So I try to take into account what, <laughs> am I getting upset or coming at somebody like that? Is that that really going to help anything? I don't know what they're really going through. So I try to say, damn, they must just be having a bad day. So i be like, well, oh, thank you, man. And dude, I said thank you to him. He didn't even say nothing bad. Like, I, said, I said, man, he really must be having a bad day. i about to whoop his ass. <laughs> but, but I ain't going to, man, because I don't know what he's going through. So I let it go, and then, you know. And then I seen him, and he's like that all the time. And then so, I actually like—I mean, a lot of people might not be religious or anything, but then, then actually, I said, "I mean, I pray for this dude. Whatever he's got going on, he finds some happiness." Because I think how when I went through life, when mm, I'm walking and being angry or hurt about everything, man, it, it didn't—it didn't fix anything. It just made things worse. But but it was uncontrollable at that time. But then, um, I don't think that I battle with a mental illness or depression like other people. I think it just. To add bad weeks, you know, like bad months here and there. Um, because I didn't understand situations and, and I worried more about other people's situations than my situation, like, well, why they have this or why is this or why can't I do this or why can't I get shit straight? But 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 then when I just worked on myself, and I say it all the time, step by step, breath by breath, minute by minute, when I started taking in that approach, uh just, just <laughs> every minute started turning into positive minutes. And, and things just kind of turned around, and I just try to live life like that. But when they're so far in a hole, and you know, you just got to let them know that you're there. And you just got to share a smile, man. Don't come at them like, you need to do this or you need to do that. You need to get your ass together. You, know? you don't know what's going on in their head, man. You just got to let them know, hey, man, I'm here for you. If you need anything, reach out to me. Don't hesitate, you know. And if they do want to talk, then be prepared. they like, say, hey, you know. Be prepared to listen first because they don't want to try to tell them what to do. You should just listen, listen and hear it out. And then you wait out and and wait out where they are, where they feel. And it feels safe. You might offer them, hey, I I know about this place, this phone number. You can reach out. There's all kinds of counseling and suicide hotlines and stuff like that. So it is a slippery slope. but uh, I I just approach you with a smile and just show kindness. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, why are you feeling depressed? You right? No, no, okay, all right, just checking.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see you every Tuesday, like, come on, bro.
0: Yeah, that's enough to depress anybody no. or yeah, anger him, Tuesday. anger him every Tuesday, but uh, yeah, every Tuesday, Maybe we can just do all these in a month. All right, um, all right, so you got some questions or anything you want to go into? Uh, you I mean, got the box, where's the box? We do have the box, but
1: but but what? Another one of your predictions, another one of my predictions, not. Well, we can still talk about it. Rear Ripley turns heel well yeah
0: but that's that was common they've been
1: teasing that for a while you know but like they i i I, well is is it too predictable is it do you like it when it's easy for you or is it always as easy Uh, for
0: you well no i I don't know it it would be really easy if they put her in with edge and uh, uh, that'd be like really predictable super predictable i mean that's what everybody's been asking for but maybe they won't go maybe they won't do that um i don't know uh I like Rhea Ripley. I I don't like all the comedy she's done, and 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 the the Morgan and them as a tag team is cool, but I didn't like the comedy part of it, because uh, she's just like a badass. She's just I, I like, I think um, just I think she needs to like talk less and be more menacing and 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 make statements with her working ability and 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 big power moves and stuff like that. So well, turning heels, that's good though. I mean, that's good for. Her. I mean,
1: but what I what I what I kind of do see is I don't think we've had a. Intergender um legitimate stable in a while. I don't call. I don't consider. You probably don't even remember. Retribution came out during the COVID era. You know, it lasted really short. But um, I, don't, I can't think of a stable. Who was Retribution? At you I now? can't even remember the name. Okay. It was a bunch of. I don't even want to be disrespectful, but I don't. I just don't recall the names. Uh, but um, I, I don't recall a stable with male, female big stars in a Dx. while. Exactly. That was so long ago. With a female in it. But I think if they build up Rhea Ripley, you think a, a powerful heel, she can go against a, probably setting it up for Bianca Belair at some point.
0: Well, I would hope so. That'd be a good match. Like, like uh, Rhea gets more experience. Bianca gets more experience. So they get seasoned throughout the year. That'd be, that'd be a great match. But uh, where, where's Becky Lynch right now? Movies. Like, She's I, doing movies? To I don't be. know. I haven't watched... I I, I I gotta be honest. I haven't really watched wrestling uh, in the last two weeks. Um, what... I, I did. I watched him raw. Raw. Uh, shh. <laughs> Don't
1: <leave>. shh. <Sheesh. laughs> okay. I love that guy, man. Like, the Miz.
0: No. Shh. What's yeah. that? Gable. Chad. Oh. That go oh me, man. He's funny, dude. He, he like hey, he's on point with his tan. He doesn't have the orange tan. He's got like a real tan. He's short, but he's got the cauliflower ears, but. <laughs> When he comes out, like Kevin Owens I like, what is this so stupid? Like Kevin Owens brings him out to do a lie detector test. But I I I I find myself going, This is the stupidest segment in the world, like trying to pass <laughs> Ezekiel off. Elias is Ezekiel. Like yeah, so dumb. Right? It's funny because Jerry Lawler said, "What well, I sure know is he is a portrait like, you know. <laughs> Jerry Lawler healing. Jerry Lawler always taking the stabs on people's looks, but uh uh <laughs> it's stupid to say like it, it's ridiculous I don't know how Kevin Owens goes from battling Stone Cold at a Wrestlemania the beefing with a dude that uh, clearly the dude <laughs> like, like she, he's clearly Elias with his beard shaved calling himself Ezekiel Elias is, you know I I'm super confused but 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 because it's so bad I watch it like I, I like <laughs> okay. like so no 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 I'm just saying like cuz you got to go where is this going man it's kind of like a car accident you you know, like oh shit oh nobody died oh wow look at that you know um it means a good thing but it just means something You keep watching so and then, and I, I don't know where it's going but Chad man he brought him out to the lie detector. and I was thinking I just like this guy. His work is on point. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but everything he does makes sense. Um, his movements and then with well, like a leg lariat, uh, not a leg lariat, but a leg drag, a corkscrew dragon, whatever y'all want to call it in this new world, but like a leg drag and instead of an arm drag, a leg drag. And, you know, he just puts, he, It just, God, he's so good. He's so, he's so good. He's just littler. not not a little, little, but I mean, like he's buff, but, but he's got that old school tan, that Hogan, Hogan, Eighty-five tan going on, whatever. He's looking good. I, I, and I prefer to see that over all the orange tans and orange hands I see on TV, especially a, uh AEW guys. Got a lot of like MJF always has orange hands. You We're know, always saying show the ring off. We're going to show on the ring off. You see all the self tanner on this. And to mean that kind of ruins it. Like I know that with the cancer and all the health risks in the world and stuff like that, but I, I still appreciate a good tan and a. And a and am not, not trying to make it sound strange or anything, but but I, I really like that. I like that man. Even when he comes out with Otis, they, they're
1: growing on me. But but Chad, man, he's really good. I what do you? Come. Um, Austin Theory, the new United States champion.
0: Uh, oh, so you ruined it for me. I didn't get that far in Raw, so he beat. I, uh, so uh, Intercon or Intercontinental United States. United States. So he
1: beat uh, Finn. Yeah. All right. My my thing is, which probably share the same sentiment. Um. The phone thing, like I feel like, it just takes away from so much this selfie thing.
0: It's showing, it's connecting with today's it's 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 heat because um, it's heat. It's just today's society. So any grown ass folk like from my era, be like. What is with this? But then again, I, I take selfies all the time to let people know I'm still alive. So I'm wrestling. <laughs> so, so I might be called the king of selfies myself. But I think it's this generational thing, and it's just um, it, it draws heat with the older people. But at the same time, the younger people go, "Oh yeah, he's taking a selfie." <laughs> it's just like uh, the same thing on Friday. Or when when you get when back in, that, in the streets when they, somebody knock you out and they pee on you, man. They say you got knocked f- out, and then they pee on you or something. Same crap. Knocked you out. I'm taking a selfie with you. Same about same respect level. Same. Um, and you're, you're- Non-respect. No respect, actually. And I'm not uh, saying go knock people out and pee on me. They're like, that's that's old school. That don't work no more. That didn't right. work then, either. That wasn't cool then. I never got peed on, though. But I've seen it happen. <laughs>
1: never? No. I'm <laughs> just- Well-
0: not in a fight <laughs> like well, Raymond what are you what are you trying to take what t- why are you even here like let's just wrap this up what? let's go to Pandora's Box, you want to go to the box are you already? trying to take things on a sexual level go from no, wrestling just, and all the seriousness and uh,
1: pee-, pee is natural bro.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. well natural. you got another question before we go there or you got I actually did I actually did alright what's your all other before right. I look at these donuts over here we'll start working against the uh, whole wellness center over there ultra wellness
1: I think that kick starts the thing process, but um, Vince McMahon, him um, actually on camera, on screen, co-signing an actual wrestler. Um, what does that say? Like, with your experience with him, does? Is it just know, business? I, is he, I, is he, is maybe it's it just
0: a way to be on TV still. <laughs> like, find a way to get back on TV and still keep it, uh, the, your name out there, Vince McMahon, part of the show and stay in it Like as everything's evolving and moving forward. I don't know. I don't know if he's actually co-signing on it. I think it's just a storyline. But I mean, Austin Theory's really good. I wrestled Austin Theory. Our Theory. He's just Theory oh, yeah, the name changes. it been a lot. Well, he just dropped the name. He just dropped one name. Theory instead of Austin. Awesome. Uh, was it like, because I think, think Austin's his real name. Yeah, Austin, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Austin. I think somebody analogied it like that somewhere I read and said, Vince McMahon didn't like it, but I don't know what the case was, but he does like one names like Gangrel, you know, um, Godfather, (laughs) you know, like, uh, Undertaker, you know, think about, you know, like those uh, Hercules, it used to be Hercules Hernandez. Superheroes. But, um, I don't know, it's just, cooler in in a sense i think but but it's probably because of stone cold steve austin and austin theory it probably just something probably struck a bell in there or something but um theory austin theory theory whatever you want to call him now he's a credible talent he's he he is a guy that didn't put a lot of time in he was trained by ar fox out of Atlanta, i think ar fox and uh, i worked on my shows and old school championship wrestling a lot in the, the carolinas and stuff so he did like only a short Four years, maybe on Indies or something. Um, then he got brung up, so he didn't have the following, like let's say the million or the three million. But he was virgin enough in a sense that he wasn't corrupted in his thinkings, and they can instill their data into him, upload them, the Matrix into him, which, which I call WWE, the Matrix. There, they upload that Matrix, and 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 be a future star. You know, they caught him before he thinks that's why would sometimes I would wish that like Damian Finry or Will would get on their radar because they could upload their matrix in him because he's all over the place, but they could, whatever they want, if that's what he wants in his wrestling world life, just people that want, Lakai, that haven't done a lot of independent matches out there. They've worked just a few companies. The WWE, it it would be beneficial for them to grab them now if that's what they want to do because they could upload them in their programs. They still got so much to learn, but, Then they start getting that 10 years under their belts. And then they start working all these other places. Then I think WWE looks at it as like tainted because they really want you almost virgin like in your mind on how you think so they can upload their matrix. And is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I I, I, again, much like seeing the people that put all the work in and see the people with all the followers and a brand already. I stand 50-50 on it because I get both sides, you know? So it's a tough world, man. It's It's a tough, tough sport. It was a, Easy sport, and everybody would be doing it. Everybody thinks they could do it, but they can't. Uh, so, um, it, I've seen football players, uh, basketball, other people try to cross over. Olympians, it doesn't always work out because there's a lot more to professional wrestling, professional wrestling entertainment, whatever you want to call it. I still call it pro wrestling professional wrestling, uh, than you think. It's a lot harder. So, yeah. yeah. All right, Raymond. Can yeah. we go to Pandora's box now?
1: Yeah, you're going to do the what's in a- Oh, want well, special uh, enough for oh, you?
0: Oh, you're way over there. What's in the box? I can't yeah. see the box. Are you over man, in the dark? It's
1: imagination. man.
0: Imagination. It's I'm in random. the dark. He's list. lifting the box up. He's going to attempt to read his own handwriting because he's the one that puts the questions in the box. So he could have did the box by memory, but, but he's, he can't read his own handwriting.
1: <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. All right. All right. All right. I think the ad is Lexi Red XO. Sexy Lexi XO? What? I guess we could change your name. What'd you say? No, Lexi Red XO. Oh, Lexi Red XO. Okay. Yeah. So uh Lexi Red Kisses and Hugs. Okay. Yeah, sure. it's. All, right. All right, boom. Can you recall a time you were almost arrested? Just <laughs> just recently watched the clip of you being arrested on the Indian reserves and it was hilarious.
0: Okay. <laughs> almost being arrested, arrested. So well, you were actually arrested. I was arrested there. So yes, <laughs> it, um yeah, long. No. Um yeah, no, that was just I think i think that was the whole tyree screwdriver thing i explained that all in right yeah so what is she asking i
1: guess more times i guess she feels like ah, you know, feel like i've been, been arrested that many been times been bad come man. on
0: now i'm not a bad man come on lexi red rx almost Almost. <laughs> i've been almost arrested a lot for fighting <laughs> at shows and stuff like that but um yeah no almost arrested Uh. Gosh, if you
1: tell her, you might get it. Right? Uh, I, I
0: mean, I can tell, I, you know, no, I mean, there's been false identity. Of course, they accused me. Wrong white guy. Uh, that
1: happens to you guys? Yes, it does. I'll well, well, tell well. you
0: how it happens to us. Like, oh, wow. So, I'm coming on, <laughs> I'm living in Tampa, and I'm coming here to Hollywood, back to Hollywood Beach for a vacation. Coming back home, I'm in WWE, uh, WWF at the time, whatever you want to call it. Um, this has nothing to do with wrestling, but I'll tell you the story. So, like, <laughs> um, so. um I with luna and uh we're coming down 75 and we're getting on alligator alley now we're getting on and funny enough i noticed this big like semi like a lighting concert rig truck like massive lighting truck semi and i'm like oh cool so i'm getting on behind that am behind that at the toll booth getting on alligator alley to come over to the east side to come over to fort lauderdale hollywood and the um, half mile on alligator alley mile maybe uh, the red and blue lights light up everywhere. I'm like, whoa. I mean, there was like, 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 I was like, man, like, like, it must be a high speed chase the way these lights came <laughs> on. I don't know. But I, I go to merge over and they pull over behind me. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. And uh, so I stopped and I'm a little freaked out because there's not like one trooper i like, like i'm trying to look it's dark out and i, I see sheriff's cars and, and trooper cars and i'm like wuna what did you do i didn't do anything you like i'm like, they're like well, i didn't do anything either i was not even speeding and um next thing you know they come on there and they're like um, driver throw your keys out the window i'm like throw my keys out the window and they're like <laughs> in the middle like they had me throw them as far as i could in the middle of alligator alley i'm like what the flip and then they had me get out of the truck and walk backwards now this is i was a wwe so just on vacation that or whatever for three or four days whatever reason i was off um so i'm super lean so you know i'm still training a lot and dieted down and they had me walk backwards and then they had me cross over in front of the passenger side but at a distance in the back from the the truck so i'm back in between the police car and the, my my truck And they had me walk over so i guess they had me get in front in case luna or whoever the passenger works it's out and decides to shoot at them they're gonna shoot me in the middle so (laughs) so they tell me to get down on my knees and i go to get down on my knees and i got a hamstring cramp my hamstring cramp so i kind (laughs) of um twitched a little bit to the right and man next thing i know is i had asphalt in my face they busted the back of my head open with a uh, shotgun and I was what? bleeding, and yeah, I was face down on the asphalt with a foot in my back and a shotgun in the back of my head. <laughs> and, like, get your hands, get your hands. I can see the blood puddling up on the asphalt in the dark. And I'm giving them my hands. I'm like,
1: what the hell? I
0: like And I get up there, and they drag me. You know, I hear them, Patrick, out of the car. She, well, she jumped out, actually. And they like, you know, they're trying to get her under control. And they didn't think I didn't shoot her. Uh, they handcuffed her. And uh, they put me in the state trooper car. And they put her over in a sheriff's car. So in her car, apparently they just had country music playing. She she hated country. Well, she she didn't like she didn't dislike it, but when she wasn't playing it, she didn't want to hear it. So she had a particular type of country she liked. So whatever some banjo shit was on or something over there, and um, whatever she disliked at that time. I think she just disliked the fact that she's in handcuffs, and she just watched him. Bust me in the back of the head with a shotgun for no reason. We had no idea why it's going. But I'm sitting in a state trooper's car, and I can hear um I'm hearing him saying, like, they said something to the fact you got the wrong people. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, because I didn't know what was going on. I was like, I thought she'd have killed somebody. Didn't tell me at the rest area or something because who knows what her. I didn't know. I, who knows what she could have possibly done? But, like, uh, so I, I knew, like, oh, God, all right, we're all right. Like, And I started thinking, like, well, I hope I can get my find my keys because they had me thrown really far out. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm thinking. But I was just glad that we were innocent because like, I didn't know what she had possibly done. So in my head, I'm like, thank God we're not Going to jail or something, but I didn't want thinking about the blood and all the other crap. You know.
1: Apologize.
0: So, the, uh, yeah. So they they come over and they go, oh, "I'm sorry, sir." Like, um, and I'm like, I didn't know what to say. I'm bleeding and stuff. And they, they unhandcuffed <laughs> me and and then I hear the sheriff hollering at him, "What the F Why? Why? Why?" The sheriff started screaming, but well, they didn't realize like somehow Luna was always able to get out of handcuffs. I don't know how she dislocates her thumb, but she can she slides out of handcuffs. So she got out, she spit all over the car, peed in the back of the cop car, pulled her pants down, peed in the back of the cop car, and, like, 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 and she wasn't drunk or anything, we did not drinking or anything, she was just pissed, I was like, holy, and he's like, she ain't pissed at my car, she spit out my window, this guy was hot, and they're like, I think they knew that I had like, a lawsuit. Or something. Because, yeah. like, cause like I, I, like, and, like, Luna kind of messed that up. Because I was just, like, because I was, like, oh, God, we got to get out of here. And then they're, <laughs> like, you're free to go. Get out of here. Take her and go. So I go to get in the truck. And I can still hear that sheriff yelling. And he goes back to his car. Where I could hear him yelling. And we get in the truck. And I see there's still troopers. There's still three troopers behind us. I look in the mirror. And I'm getting ready to pull off. She goes, wait. I'm, like, what? What now? She goes, those guys are giving my license back. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, oh. So I go to get out, and they they jump, like, when I get out of the police. I'm like, no hey. She didn't get her license back. And then uh, the two older guys started laughing. Uh, they they said, so go get your truck. We'll give it to her. So I get in the truck. I said, they're, they're going to bring it to you. Damn fucking cops. Yeah, she's all pissed, like, like like oh, so mad. And then, <laughs> you hear a tap on the window. She rolls the window down. They sent the young kid. He's like a rookie, I guess. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> I tell my kids to listen and obey you. And you treat like that. You hit them with a shotgun. You're pieces of crap. Oh, she just cuts a promo on her. She goes, ah, pow. She spits on him. I like, go, oh, God, we're going to jail now. What?
1: You're going to jail. She goes, fuck.
0: And she's like, F you. Uh-oh. She already went like, you know, she's, you know. She's bipolar, and, you know, she's got mental illnesses, and they've triggered it. It's on full full <laughs> blast. And I'm thinking, oh, God, we're going to jail because this, this this guy just sat there. And I looked in my mirror, and the other two police officers are just bent over laughing their ass off. They're laughing because they sent the rookie up there because you when you pull her name up, it comes up, like, 50, whatever. Like, I mean, probably... Rest for Baker acts and stuff like for mental illness. Uh So they knew what was going to go down because she already pissed in the car over there. (laughs) This is that this guy rolled up. They said go give the license back to her. I like and and when I'm looking, they're laughing and I'm looking and they see me looking and they go. Go, go, go. So like I pulled off. That trooper was just standing in that same spot. I just pulled off and I look and they're like laughing and pointing at him. I'm like, these motherfuck That's fair <laughs> trade, boy. But uh yeah, man, that's Florida, dog. Welcome to Florida. Florida. I <laughs> like um yeah, man, I still like man, yeah. And they but bu- 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 that shit didn't go off, man. <laughs> Fool's almost blasting me, man. he had a sensitive finger trigger or something. I'd have been dumb.
1: Oh man! Well,
0: yeah, I couldn't say nothing because she just made it all worse. I probably could have caught a little case and made some money, but uh, but as we went down the road, I saw the lighting truck. It, it was flipped over. Uh, it was flipped over. They, I guess, they spiked it because I could hear them saying, "We're gonna run uh, the nail things or spikes or whatever and whatever." But what happened is apparently I drive a white Dodge. A white Dodge was, was seen on everything, dropping guys off to steal this big white truck. So uh, this big lighting truck in a white Dodge. So I drive a white Dodge and I was getting on Alligator Alley where they were surveying it out right behind it in a white Dodge. And I was white dudes. And so white Dodge, white dudes, mistaken identity. So yeah, that's that. That's almost being arrested but I was innocent. I was innocent. innocent. Explain your story there, Red XO, Lacey Red XO. It's a movie, man. A good movie, yeah. It that's movie. my life, man. <laughs> but it had nothing to do with wrestling besides me and Luna. But I guess wrestling is road stories but we were going on vacation but. All right. What do you All got, right. Raymond? What do you got? What do you
1: got? All right, man. From the legendary Curve so Solo.
0: Curve right. Solo. Not Han Solo, but Curve so
1: Solo. All right. Any more ghost stories? It's been a while since you since we've got one. Yeah. Well, the ghost stories, I, I, I haven't been anywhere
0: that I felt has been too spooktacular lately. Uh, um, I know I talked to uh, Gang Girls Ghost Stories guys that out, out on the West Coast, Greg. They say, Greg. Lucha Greg and, and I saw Danny at uh, WrestleMania weekend when I was doing MLW in uh, Texas who was the editor and putting the stuff together but they said that they were still waiting on a, um the one guy who was the director but he was so busy on a movie that he hadn't got it that they, they actually asked for the footage and they're going to try to do it themselves but it's not dead it's in Gangos Ghost story. it's not dead but I haven't um, I haven't had any um encounters or feelings lately I just Everything's been kind of cool, calm, quiet. Like, um, good
1: thing or a bad thing?
0: No, it's good. I mean, I don't like being scared. Do you like, I mean, I guess I never really get scared, but I still think there's one CCW in that school in the warehouse. And the Bulgarian apparently agrees when he was in here, right? He was agreeing, right? He was agreeing. So, like, I mean, I might just that's the last time. So, when I still get into school, I still sit over there and look at that spot, but I haven't. Had an uneasy feeling like I used to. Like, so maybe it knows that I know. So it's just like, whatever. Maybe it it got joy out of like trying to spook me before. And I was like, ah, no. (laughs) Who knows? But no, I don't have any good ghost stories anymore. I mean, I have ghost stories from far and beyond in my past, but no, no news stories. What else you got in there? That it? I got one more. One more. One more. One more. Your own questions or one more in the box? You're pulling on. Mm, Wrote it down and just didn't write it. Oh, he couldn't read his. I, for everybody who wants to know that—that's code for he couldn't read his own handwriting. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what's the one? More?
1: All right. Kind of off topic, but not really. Kind of off topic. So, not really it's
0: off not topic. ghosts. It's not jail. It's not shotguns to the back of the head. No, it head is dead actually, dead. actually on topic.
1: All right. You was a wrestler. All I right. was a wrestler at the time. I am a wrestler. So. September third. Uh, no, September eleven. Nine eleven. Who are you talking Hello. about? Who? Was All right. Let me read the question. What was the what was your initial traveling concerns and changes after nine eleven since you travel a lot? I uh, I was home with a broken neck for like a
0: year, so nine eleven was what like two thousand uh, was it two, one one yeah I was home with a broke I broke my neck so I wasn't traveling at the time because I remember. Um, it happened early in the mornings, and I was uh, I had therapy that day, rehab, I think, uh, for my neck. I was rehabbing a broken neck. So I wasn't on the road, but it did change everything. But I, I didn't have any concerns because I know a lot of guys are stuck overseas or somewhere uh, or whatnot. But um, I was with WWE, but I, I wasn't on the road because I was out with the, the, the neck injury for that year. So I didn't have a lot of concerns, but it did take a little bit to get used to all the security and stuff when it did get back to travel. But now it just seems... I don't know, so used to it now now, no, but it was a big change for uh to get used to like I mean, I can remember when I first started flying, my first trip was Japan, and um uh, flew to California and then on to Japan for all japan, and you would just walk to the gate like with your bags, you just walked right up to where you would
1: board.
0: oh it? No, they would there, they there. They, you just could walk up right to the gate like was weird, you know, he just came up, you still had these old hard tickets, these big tickets, he'd walk them. they'd be like, oh, okay, just sit there, and everybody just walk on the plane. They, I didn't think they even checked IDs back then. It was crazy when I first started traveling, but now it's... Jesus yeah, Now it's like I have pre-check, clear, I have all that, trying to avoid the <laughs> other line where I'm gonna take my shoes and jacket off or my light coat and pull my liquids and computers out of my bags. <laughs> and So, um, yeah, so I didn't... I didn't really have to experience it that much because cause I was actually home hurt and not traveling. I was just uh, rehabilitating, going to rehab for my neck and stuff like that. But all right. So hopefully, I'm sorry that wasn't a really uh, a lot. answer, but that's, that's where I was at that time. So, um, but well, hell, Raymond. Have so we, we about got there now?
1: No, I mean, this is really informational, grateful
0: helpful yeah. episode yeah. this is episode about 46 46 46 episode 46 so um yeah, everybody stay positive um out there um for those of you that put some time in and put the grind in and a little bit on the grizzle side stay positive just invest in yourself believe in yourself keep pushing forward don't worry what's going on in the person next to you if you are worried about what's going on figure out what they got going on that you might be missing and take a little bit of that rub and put it on you and shine yourself <laughs> up and uh Push forward. Stay positive to, to, to the ones that have uh, gotten in and are on their, on their way. Enjoy the journey. And remember, the journey is the jewel, like I much told the other, other side of the group there. And um, enjoy your ride. And that's episode 46 of Fang and a Bang with Gang Grung. I say this all to myself. I'll say it to Raymond. Want some? Get some. Bad enough? Take some. Man. Yeah, and that's what we did today. Fang and a Bang. Take care, everybody. Peace.